Welcome to All Villa, No Filler. Please like and subscribe. Aston Villa have made a move for Bayer Leverkusen forward Moussa Diaby, according to media reports. Today, I'm joined by Max Merrill, who is a German football expert and broadcaster. So, uh, Max, um, who is Moussa Diaby and what could he potentially bring to Aston Villa? He's another pacey uh, Leverkusen winger who, who Aston Villa have got their eye on. Uh, obviously, Leon Bailey joined uh, not too long ago. Um and I mean, when I say Pacey, absolutely electric, one of the fastest players in the Bundesliga. And uh, for me, just uh, a wonderful example of a of a of a winger who's kind of reminiscent of the wingers of the past, as well as the sort of modern game winger, uh, able to cut inside or, or play on, on, on the left side with his stronger left foot and uh, a goal threat and also someone who can provide assists. So. Um, a player that I think is well suited to the type of game uh, that we that we see in the Premier League, the fast paced, um, you know, high pressing sort of football that we see from a lot of teams in the Premier League now. And uh, Moussa Diaby is a, a wonderful player. And I think a lot of clubs should be looking at him. A lot of clubs, you know, even Champions League clubs should be looking at him because he's he's a goal threat and um also has, you know, a good, a good amount of intelligence, you know, in terms of spatial awareness, in terms of his role uh, tracking back as well. I think one of one of the standout players of, of the Bundesliga in the last few seasons. OK, well, so that's a high, high praise indeed. Um, you know, you mentioned his pace there at first. Uh, which is, what are his main strengths, would you say? Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, we see a lot of players, especially wingers who are athletic and who have a lot of pace, but he also has a lot of skill on the ball. Uh, he's a very direct player and, um, you know, not not afraid to take players on in the dribble, not afraid to take an early shot, uh, also from outside of the box. Uh, he gets into really good positions as well. And I think, you know, Leverkusen have been a side who've excelled uh, at counter-attacking in the past few seasons. Then under Xabi Alonso, who took over uh, this past season um, during during the campaign, they adapted a little bit and um, he's also shown himself a valuable asset in, in more possession-based football. But um, I think especially on the counter, he's the type of player who can really drive at defences, who was not afraid to take a player on, to take a gamble. And um, he's worked really well this past season with Frimpong, uh, the fullback, who's another player who's being linked with Premier League clubs. And um, I think, you know, you, 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 in him, you get a player who's who's got that raw athleticism and pace, but also has intelligence and skill on the ball. And I think it's something that, you know, a lot of players have either or, and he combines both of them. Okay. And, uh, you know, Unai Emery, uh, the Villa manager, he likes a player who's versatile, likes players shifting different roles. Now, Villa kind of play a hybrid 4-4-2, I would say, 4-2-3-1. So um, where uh, would you say that Diaby would most likely fit in Villa's system? Can he play kind of on either wing? Can he play off a striker? And indeed, can he play as a striker itself? He has actually played as a striker in in spurts this season. Leverkusen had a couple of injury problems, uh, notably with Patrick Schick, who's their sort of main go-to striker. Um, I don't think it's the strongest position uh, by any means. I mean, I think if you're playing in a 4-4-2, you could explore him being sort of the second striker uh, with perhaps a more a classic number nine in that role. But um, when when he's been at his best, the Leverkusen is, is on either wing, especially on the right-hand side because he can cut in on his left foot. Um, but I think uh, I think either wing, he's a really valuable player and, and, and a dangerous player. Leverkusen have 
played with three at the back at times. And so when he's featured in a striker role, it's been in those kind of systems, like a 3-5-2, uh, together with someone like Patrick Schick, who's a tall um, a tall centre forward and, and more of a classic classic sense. So I think if if you do want to see him in a strike partnership, you want him to be that sort of Michael Owen to the Heskey sort of uh, player. But uh, really his you know, his his key area of the pitch where he's dangerous is out on the wing, driving at defences, counter-attacking and and uh, just making use of that of that pace and that ball control. OK, now Villa did sign him. He wouldn't be the first Leverkusen winger that Villa have uh, taken uh, two years ago. Leon Bailey for th- around £30 million. Pounds. Uh, how comparable are Diaby and Bailey as players? I, I think Diaby is better. Um, I think Bailey showed really early promise at Leverkusen. And when we spoke uh, b- back before he signed for Villa, you know, one th- one thing that for me was a question mark is how consistent can he be and how how high is his work rate? When he wants to, when he wants to, he's got fantastic work rate and stamina. I think Diaby is more, more of a, a classic winger. Um, I think he's more dangerous. He's more of a goal threat. I mean, last season in the Bundesliga, he scored nine goals uh, and also uh, chipped in with nine assists. I think the, the previous campaign, he even scored 13 goals in the league. So uh, he's a bit more of a goal threat and I think a bit more of a classic winger in, in, in the sense of someone who will take players on, who will uh, burst past players. Um, I think he is the better player. And I think he, you know, there's certainly interest from Villa and and I think he'd be interested to play in the Premier League. Um, however, I could see him and his agents thinking, maybe we wait for that Champions League club. Leverkusen yeah. have qualified for the Europa League this season. Last season, they were in the Champions League. And he's, I think he he sees himself at that level. So the question is a bit, does he, does he think, all right, I'll take that move to the Premier League? Uh, or will he wait to see if if someone, you know, comes in who's who's already a Champions League side who who gives him that opportunity to play at the very highest level in Europe? Okay, and uh, I think one criticism we've had of Leon Bailey while he's been at Villa has been his consistency. Now, uh, Diaby, does he have the same problems at all? I mean, I know wingers can have a tendency to be a bit like that, but is is he basically a more consistent player than Bailey? Do you think? I would say so. Yes, I would say so in terms of his goal contributions and just in terms of like giving a, a consistent level of performance. He's he's um, he doesn't have that issue. You know, he he's an ambitious player. He came from from PSG. He went, you know, he, he was I think he joined PSG when he was, you know, really young, young kids uh, and went through the ranks there, had a loan spell in Italy and then just saw that he's not going to get that opportunity. And he came to Leverkusen and he really just, you know, uh, took his opportunity by the scruff of the neck, and I think he's um, more consistent, more of a goal threat, and quite possibly also already further along as a player, as a prospect. You know, I think he's he's definitely moved on from being a sort of considered a talented player, a shooting star, a youngster. He's he's for me a player who's knocking on the door of the French team consistently which is difficult, you know, it's a national team that has an embarrassment of riches in that position. But the fact that he's already uh, knocking at that door, and I think he's a bit more um, a bit more of a direct player. And uh, I'd see him a bit closer to Christopher Nkunku maybe even, although Nkunku I think uh, excels a bit more at a central role while, while Diaby's better out on the wing. But if Villa signed Diaby, I think they get a better player, a player who's already more established and and confident and that's actually a key thing for me he's got that confidence that swagger and he has a tendency for for the um for the spectacular you know Mm -hmm. that type of electric pace but also paired with fantastic finishes darting runs into space 
finding that space and and combining also with a fullback or a, or a central striker. Um, I think he's just a tad further along and a tad more clinical uh, compared to Leon Bailey. Okay, and uh, you know um, we've talked a lot about his strengths, but do you think there's anything in his game that you know if he came to the Premier League, you think he'd have to improve at all? Well, you know he's not the the tallest player. He's perhaps not the strongest player. He might get a bit bullied. Um, right. You know, you'll, he'll have his welcome to the Premier League moment, like so many <laughs> players do, especially players who who are skillful. And um, but I, you know, I think he's he's experienced Champions League football. He's experienced a little bit of uh, international football with France. So I, I I struggle to see glaring weaknesses in his game. You know, mm-hmm. I think obviously you always want to be two-footed as a winger in the modern game. Um, he's certainly stronger off of his left foot, but um, he's not a player where I have big question marks about an area of his game. You know, he's, he's also shown himself uh, adaptable in terms of playing in, you know, a system like a 3-5-2 or... Uh, a four-three-three uh, under various coaches, and I think um, you know Xabi Alonso unlocked another side to him um, in the in the sort of latter half of the campaign. I think uh, you know you were getting a fairly well-rounded player. The question for me is how much will that cost you? Okay, and uh, yeah, well that's my next question actually. Um, how much do you think that uh, you know Leverkusen have been doing very well under Xabi Alonso, and I think we're probably hoping to bounce on next season. So, um, you know, what kind of a price do you think they'd look for to get uh, to sell Diaby? Yeah, I mean, his contract runs till 2025. So that's something that sort of counts a bit against Leverkusen in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. But if you look at, you know, the type of uh, money that Leverkusen have got for their players, you know, Leon Bailey, obviously, uh, north of 30 million. Um, Kai Havertz costing, I think, us, uh, Chelsea, sorry, at the time, something like 80 million euros or so. Um, you know, like... Dortmund, they are tough negotiators and they're willing to to wait it out. And they've they had, for instance, with players in the past like Bailey and Havertz, they said, hey, we're going to keep you for one more year unless a, sh- a crazy offer comes in. And even then we'll we'll only say yes once we get really the money that we think we we deserve. Um, you know, Diaby's I think Leverkusen are somewhat resigned to losing Diaby. They certainly the noise that I'm hearing in Germany here is is that there is an expectation that substantial bids will be coming in. Um, I would expect it has to be over 40 million. If you're Leverkusen, you'll be thinking about the 50 million mark because, like I say, you've got a fairly finished product there. You've got a player who's shown himself to be consistent and also a consistent goal threat and and uh, uh, provider. So. So I would expect uh, to, you know, us to be hearing about bids in in the realm of 40, 40 plus million. Okay, and that'll be an Aston Villa transfer record. Um, yeah, so India, I think. <laughs> yeah, the thirty-eight million uh, quid for him. So yeah, it might be going above that. But you know, just a one quick question as well. As you know, there's been a few Bundesliga wingers who've gone to the Premier League in recent times. Jadon Sancho, who was fantastic at Dortmund, but hasn't really done it at United. Leon Bailey again showed really good signs at Leverkusen and was inconsistent. Has been inconsistent so far at Villa, and then Timo Werner as well, a striker slash winger who didn't have the best of times at Chelsea. So I don't really know why that is that they've all three of them seem to have struggled for consistency in the Premier League. Um, but do you think Diaby would stand a chance of being a player that might make the bounce more naturally than the other three did? I mean, I think what speaks for him is 
is that he has pl- played in various systems and and has played, like I said, Champions League football. Jaden Sancho at Dortmund was, you know, one of the star players and was yeah. was given a lot of leeway. And I think also having Haaland next to you is, is you know, definitely can boost you in terms of what what you look like on the football pitch as a as a winger. Um, yeah, I. I I would expect Diaby to, to be a little bit more suited to adapting. Um, in terms of both Viana and Sancho, I think they played in systems in the Bundesliga that really suited their strengths um, and that were a bit forgiving in terms of masking their weaknesses, especially Timo Viana, who played in this 4-2-2-2 that Leipzig play, uh, which is a very sort of unorthodox version of a 4-4-2 where he was paired with Josef Poulsen, this big, mm. bulky number nine, um, and sort of, you know, sort of in the mould of the Emil Heskey to a Michael Owen sort of situation. So um, Diaby, he's looked comfortable, like I said, in, in various systems. So I think that would speak for him. Unai Emery as well, you know, the type of coach he is, I think that would be suited to what uh, Diaby likes as well in a coach. Um, but yeah, there's no telling really, you know, the, the the step up from Bundesliga football to Premier League is is present. You know, I, I like to think the Bundesliga is uh, better than people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. But you have to admit that the Premier League just has a, di- a different level in terms of mid-table teams and, and lower lower down the table as well. The, the amount of quality that even a club like Crystal Palace or, or whoever it may be that you'll be facing on an away day, the amount of quality that they have on their side, that's just obviously an, another level. So, yeah, it, it makes it difficult and it depends, you know, what kind of setup he's in. If he's given opportunities to run into space, he will take those and I think he will excel also in the Premier League. But, you know, uh, on a wet and windy night in Stoke, there's no telling how Diaby will will react to that. Okay, well, well, uh, you know, it's an exciting move for certainly for Aston Villa. Um, but Max, you know, it's been great to talk to you. It was great to chat to you about Leon Bailey as well a couple of years ago. So, um, for those who uh, don't know where they can find you, where can we find your work online? Yeah, find me on Twitter or Instagram at Max Merrill um, at Max Merrill underscore, I think it is. And uh, yeah, always always happy to talk to you about uh, football. It's a shame that it's always about players leaving uh, Leverkusen, a club I'm very fond of. 